CM Punk punched Matt Jackson in the face. He's a uh, AEW now, right? Oh, did okay. So because I missed Sunday was the pay per view, mm-hmm. and then like right after the pay per view, there was this press conference where all of a sudden just CM Punk just goes off on shit that nobody asked about, just looking like a real asshole talking about an ex friend of his that people like and calling him a piece of shit, like making fun of him for having a bank account with his mom. This guy named Colt Cabana it was really weird. <laughs> then all of a sudden, these reports come out that the Young Bucks come and confront him in his dressing room like what the fuck was that and fucking cm punk just punches one of them in the face jeez uh then all of a sudden the, his friend this guy named a steel works behind the screen behind this the behind the behind the in the back yeah in the back fucking comes in sees what's going on throws a chair in another guy's face and then bites fucking kenny omega so wrestling's really weird fuck? right now yeah i watched uh the other pay-per-view instead which one the WWE one, Clash Why of the Castle. Did you fucker! Why? Uh, friends were watching it and it was on, but it was all right. I heard it was okay. I heard the ending was shitty. The end- like, like Roman <laughs> cheats again, and then Tyson Fury comes out and tries to sing or something. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, well, because like, uh, it was it was fun because the dude whoever's got like the the money in the bank right now. Uh- Tried to like sneak in at the last second, of course, yeah, got denied. Um, but what happens. you know, it, it was it when, when you scrub through it and don't watch the whole like three and a half hours and just watch the fights, it was fine. You know, I'm getting bored of Roman Reigns because he hasn't been beaten in like 800 days. He's got like he has more days as champion than almost any other person, and they're boring. But but he's got more days of champion. But you know what, I got what I have more trophies than you. to I Have More Trophies Than You. This is a video game podcast about video games and the different ways that people play them. I am your host, Dr. Ryan, the currently 59th best gamer in all of North America. Drop down a little bit. Hey, I'm, uh, you, well, you'll understand in a bit, but you go ahead. And I'm your, uh, multiverses champion, Chris. What's up? What? What do you mean? I've been playing that game so fucking much. What are you a champion of? I'm a champion of my own. Uh, did you win? A, did you win a? Did you win some sort of no, legal tournament? Or no. Are you just making shit up? Are you just I'm, making shit up? I've got the dream. That's no, what it is. We don't give a shit about dreams around here. Like you got to live your dreams to become them. I've, and I'm listen, living that right now. Hold on. I okay. Full disclosure. I started reading manga. Okay, what'd you read? So. I, mean, I just got back from PAX uh-huh. and I was talking to a good friend, Johnny mega 64. Okay. And he was talking about, oh, I started reading one piece again. I was like, why? And it's like, I don't know. Cause it's easy on my phone. And he showed me the Shonen jump app. Yeah. Where it's like $2 a month and it's mm-hmm. got all this shit. Yep. So immediately I was like, fuck it. I got that and I downloaded shit. I read it all on the plane. And I've been reading a one that I, I used to read in Shonen jump when I first started getting it, when it was coming to America, I only got like a couple chapters in. So within the last, 16 hours i've read 80 chapters of hikaru no go oh shit that hey that's a classic though uh Uh, it's great i love it a lot i'd like to go back Uh, and reread that one day that's uh that's a lot about someone thinking they're a champion yeah but uh that kid like wins no he hasn't won any big (laughs) tournaments yet i'm he's right now i'm in the arc where he's taking the pro uh test Mm -hmm. so no spoilers 
But, so uh, until you until you take the multiverses protest, you're not allowed to call yourself. That's Jeffrey. the thing is, I think I'm starting to get to that point. Um, the you're biggest right. problem I have is that I I think the game I'm, sucks. No, it's, game. it's fucking great. Uh, Bad game for shitters. You haven't played. Hey, you know what? You, you can't fucking say that shit. I'm throwing it back at you. You haven't played it. You can't say that. I could have played it at PAX. You don't know that. Oh yeah, did you? No, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I really, I really start. Uh, ugh, I'm really starting to feel that itch of maybe giving it a shot. Uh, I want to play doubles though. I don't really. I don't know if I want to play singles because I have put most no. of my time into doubles. Uh, and the occasional singles match that I do get, um, it's it's weird it's it's it feels like it's almost a completely different game so uh yeah i i think i want to i think i think i want to get this moved on first and then after that i think i'm gonna maybe try and play in a tournament if they've uh they've got local ones i might do that but uh probably one of like the online tournaments that go on every week or so so maybe Maybe. i'd like to give it a shot i i really like it i I win more matches than I lose, which is awesome. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just a really clean fighter. I'm I'm really really getting it under my belt, and I I really like it now. So, uh, bet that's going to be in our top top ten at the end of the year. <laughs> no, here you put a shitty Smash knockoff in our top ten, and then the thing you're is, like, oh, it's so shitty. good, blah blah, and then I played it, and it was. Sh- that Nicktoons game was shitty. It's it's not. I I don't think a it's a finished game though. Fest. I'll say that. But at the same time, like nothing came out last year, and like I disagree. There were like, better games we could have put on that top ten. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, where did there we were games that I cut there? to be nice to? Wait, hold on. Where's my notebook? I wonder if I still have my notes from last year in here. <laughs> there were games that I cut to be nice to give you like a game on even the list. spread. <laughs> You had the number two game. Don't even fucking That's ask. Fu- like hey, that deserved to fucking win, though. That fucking game was so good. It was not a game. It was a fucking expansion pack. <laughs> well, then, like, where when do you get to judge that game? When the game has reached the end of a story, or do you judge it on the only game came out when it first chapter? came out? Yeah, just the first chapter. Okay, hold well, on, then, hold on. Here we go. Then here we go. Okay, games that we Hang cut. On. I found my notes. Hold it, then, go ahead. then you can't judge Bloodborne until all it's you have to judge on that. You can't judge any like good DLC. Like we, right. you can't judge you judge Bloodborne when it like Elden Ring when Elden Ring wins the best game of the year, it's gonna be judged on what came out this year and not any DLC. <laughs> I guess and it's gonna fair. and it's going to win the best game of the year. Mark my fucking words. It's only gonna win it because fucking Everyone thinks from software is infallible. That's it. Oh, I don't think they're infallible. I fucking hate Sekiro. I don't understand Bloodborne. Elden Ring's a great oh, game. Bloodborne fucking rules though. But like, uh, I, I, it's not that Bloodborne's probably. I love the style of Bloodborne, and I wish I was better at it. Mm-hmm. I just they made too many. I'm gonna really try at some point. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna try. But they made such significant changes that my brain just right. doesn't understand. I think that's why I liked it more than its predecessors is because they changed so much that it just became like a faster game uh and that's something i really enjoy about it is the fluidity of like combat and how fast it is and how it rewards being aggressive because if you take a hit as long as you can get a couple hits in real quick without taking another hit you know you're gonna regain that life you know automatically so i don't know i want them to put it on pc come to pc please 
give me a give me a reason to replay that game. I'm trying to remember what we called our top ten last year because I've got the list of like what I wanted to put on it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't. I definitely mm. have the list. Uh, let me. You have the list? Yeah. Cut, cut, cut out the part where we're trying to find the list. Yeah. Let me. Uh, let me do that real quick. One second. Actually, have it. Yeah, I should. I I, I save too much. My 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 Google Drive is like thirteen gigs. Oh, I found my notes on Remember Me. I haven't thought about that in a while. Uh, we keep all this in because I want to talk. There was a line. Yeah. I'm remembering a line from Remember Me that made me mad, where she said, "Little Red Riding Hood's got a basket full of kick ass." <laughs> Fuck that game. <laughs> uh, uh. So I have. Uh, shit. I it doesn't seem like I have like the definitive top ten. I have our our two uh choices like set. So you don't have what we definitively call. Yeah, the best. I don't. I don't have like the ten to one spread though. Shit. Uh, I had Nickelodeon in third though. Uh, I really like that. I really think that that game is a a bad game. I I think that game just suffers from lack of support. I think that's the only reason why it's bad. Uh, it's just. Well, there are better games than there. There are definitely. I can think of a lot of better games of last year than that game. I do, I played it this year, and man, I'm really disappointed. Doesn't matter. That's for hey. That's months away. It's only September. We got a bunch of games coming out. There are I games mean, that are out that we talk about. Like things are gonna happen. Things are happening. Yeah. I bought two new video games today after getting home from PAX. I almost bought oh, a third one, but I thought I would wait. I'm so sorry. I'm going to interrupt what? you. I do have the yep. 10 to 1 spread. Oh, okay, what's the 10 to 1 spread? Uh, 10 to 1. For, uh, Forza Horizon 5. Uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Guardians of the Galaxy. Persona 5 Strikers. Uh, Psychonauts 2. Deathloop. Specifically the PS5 version. Yeah. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Rift Apart. Hitman 3. Final Fantasy 14. Endwalker. And Resident Evil Village. Yeah, did Chicory not make it on that list? No. Chicory was a better... Chicory was a thousand times a better game than Nicktoons All Star Brawl. I don't know. And I still you, got my like fifty Chikori, hours of Nickelodeon and enjoyed when, it. It's a it was a bad game, and once you play Chicory, you'll you'll say Ryan, you're right. <laughs> Chicory's a we'll great see. game. We'll see. Chicory's a great game. Uh, I got home from PAX. How was it? Fine. Yeah, there <laughs> that's was it. That, that, it was that's all you got. <laughs> it was bigger than last year. Okay. And there was some cool things, but it was still missing that, uh, you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't that big thing that made me go, fuck yeah. That's it was more yeah. just like, uh, yeah, there's some things. So, uh, no showstoppers. No, sh- no showstoppers. I'll, I'll give a quick report. Yeah. Um, I was there with our, my good friends of Mega64, mostly just hung out with them. Like, for that alone, it was fun. I got to hang out with all them. Got to hang out with Frank, Brian, Carlos. Jared of cheap ass gamer, like of course I had a great fun time with my friends, right? Right. As far as the expo itself, like, and I'm talking just the expo floor because I don't really give a shit about anything else at PAX. Right. Like their panels are ass. We're gonna get one next year. Uh, Did you the, check out any of them? Nope. I went to the oh. cheap ass gamer panel and the Mega sixty four panel, and that was it. Uh, <laughs> the. Uh, the like other things you could do is like, hey, you would have a great time. There's like a tabletop thing. There's a whole bunch of card games. Pokemon. The biggest no, booth that's... there was Pokemon trading card play labs. Yeah, I saw them uh, post pictures of it. And then I, of course, saw some of like the staff and I was like, oh, I know those people. Uh, mm-hmm. 
that is one thing I think that Pokemon is doing a very, very good job of now is finally, finally, after years of fucking PTOs being like uh, pl- premier tournament organizers, uh, being pay time off. Yeah, pay time off. Uh, being like, hey, we need to go to conventions and help spread the word of the the TCG. And I saw so many people on Twitter being like. I've never played the card game before, but I tried it at PAX and I loved it. And now I'm going to play. And I was like, wow, finally, because uh, I I said that to I, I don't think I said it on the show, but I said that to like friends when we were at Gen Con last month, because uh, that was another event that they would never go to because Wizards of the Coast used to host it or was a huge sponsor of it. Yeah. So they they were like, oh, Wizards is there. We're good. And then Wizards uh, quit several years ago and now pokemon's starting to to come back to the event and it's awesome i'm, I'm so glad to see uh well maybe it grow i'm in that not way. let me tell you why <laughs> oh no did you try it there was an entire sixth floor for that shit put it up there they took the biggest booth on the video game floor and made it about that fucking card game good they need no well, here's the thing that could have been there could have been a video game there no fuck video games uh fuck you <laughs> I do a show about um, look, video games. I don't, I don't give... Listen, it's great. It seemed as cool. It was the biggest line all the mm-hmm. time. But I don't give a shit uh, because it's a card game that I don't play. Put it up with the other card games. They had so much room on the sixth floor that was just, just nothing. You could have put it up there and it made the sixth floor the Pokemon card game floor. Mm-hmm. And everyone could have fun. And then you could have put more video games on there because... Uh, you know, I don't know. I, just, I, I mean, I understand shit. that too, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, okay, so here's the deal yeah. with the show floor this year. The way that I summed it up was it's a lot of people who don't have a lot of stuff to show, but are definitely just here so they can get grandfathered into a good spot next, next year. Yeah. That's what Gen Con like. Felt fucking like. Sega was there. They had this huge booth, and it was like, you can play Company of Heroes 3. Oh, okay. Gives a shit. Yeah. They had this thing called Endless Night, and then they had they had all these fucking pins, like not the Penny Arcade pins, just their own pins. And they're like, "Oh, you got to stand in this line and play the demo." Nobody wanted to do that. So by the end of the last day, they just had giant like buckets bins. out with yeah. all of their pins, just like, "Please take the pins." That's fucking good. The the booth I spent the most time at was the McDonald's booth, <laughs> and all it was was they had some crane games where you could win like socks and shit. And we kept doing it to get Sean's wife Jenny and McDonald's like hoodie or t-shirt or whatever i finally got one for her by cheating uh <laughs> that's a great old thing I'll, I'll save that i'll let sean talk about that on the mega 64 podcast uh by when when does this come out so by the time this comes out you know wait like two days and you'll hear about it probably on the mega 64 podcast but uh you know it, there, there were a couple cool games but they were few and far between like the biggest thing that bankai bankai <laughs> i've been Namco. doing it all week instead of namco bandai saying banco namdai um <laughs> the biggest thing was a fucking elden ring scavenger hunt it's like elden ring's been out for six months this is all you have to promote and then it was like the one piece uh booth they had at anime expo again they did have uh a little thing where you could take a picture uh with dragon ball the breakers where it's like freezes coming after you and then they had like four stations to play the thing that pissed me off the most about namco's is they had this thing with all of these like figures for sale and there was like this one I, I texted to Rocco because he loves Dragon Ball, right? And they had like em- shell. Sorry, I'm talking too fast. Cells empty shell from like when he sheds, you know, becomes perfect cell. Mm-hmm. And it was like seventy nine ninety nine. As I texted Rocco because I got there before him, was like, "Yo, 
they got this. He's like, oh shit, I need that. You know, can you pick it up for me? I was like, yeah, totally. I went over. Hey, I want to buy that. Oh, it's not for sale. Ugh. What do you mean it's not for sale? Oh, we're not selling yeah. anything. Why do you have a store with stuff? Yep. Oh, just so you know, you can buy it online. Yeah, that's exactly what, what Gen Con so then was. I go, it was wait, just hey, so a lot of online. like, hey, pre-order it or go online and buy it. And it's like, no, so I'm then here I go, at the event. Wait, it gets worse. So then I go online to pre-order it just to send him a link. And I was like, oh, it's not for pre-order. It's only if you buy the limited edition version of that game. Oh. <laughs> so then why does it have a price tag? It was fucking stupid. Yeah, that's fucking um, dumb. Nintendo had a giant booth for Splatoon, mm-hmm. but you couldn't play it. Oh, that's weird because they were doing that uh, tournament there. Like the yeah, they had that. That that was another thing. They had all these stations to play it, and the thing is, you weren't allowed to line up to play it. You had to have gotten a warp pipe pass through random raffle two weeks ago. That's so stupid. I hate that. I, and you know what? I decided to try because I had heard about it. So I signed up for the raffle like two weeks ago, and you only sign you can sign up for one spot a day for the four days. Uh-huh. So I did, and they're like, great. Uh, we will, you're in the raffle. You will hear back from us. And then I never got an email back and I never, I don't know if I won or lost. I tried checking my, my Nintendo. I couldn't find it for all I know I did. And they just forgot to tell me, uh, it was really super stupid. So that was a huge booth that meant nothing. Uh, another big booth was they had a bunch of stuff for saints row. That game's been out for two weeks. Yeah. The game's been out and oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. I've heard nothing but bad stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, we should totally play it next year. <laughs> when it's like eight dollars, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Devolver had a big booth. They had uh, Angerfoot there, which is like their first-person Hotline Miami ripoff, uh, and then some other shit I didn't give a shit about. Skybound was there. Skybound had Russell Quest. Jeff Jarrett showed up to talk about Russell Quest. I saw him eating eggs in the lobby of the Sheridan Hotel. Uh, <laughs> Wrestle Quest seems Wrestle Quest is basically a wrestling based Mario and Luigi RPG, Which like Superstar amazing. Saga. Yeah, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. You know what I mean? That's like, you know, pick your move, press X, and then there's like a little mini game with timing where if you press it again, you do more damage. Right. It's fun. I like wrestling. They have Macho Man in there, like straight up, ma- like the rights to actual Macho Man oh, Randy Savage. Cute. Yeah. Uh, they also had a game called Vice Undercover. It was just like. I thought it would look cool. I remember Jared looked at it and said, I can't play this because it's just my normal day job. Because basically what it is, you're looking at like files for clues and, and like trying to like cross-reference and find like inconsistencies and shit. He's like, that's just like what I do when I'm trying to find deals. So I thought that was pretty <sighs> funny. Uh, there was a booth selling video games. I went a little crazy. Oh, no. I bought a complete in-box copy of The Legend of Zelda, but it was the classic series. So it was, you know, like the greatest hits. Okay. But I also bought a complete in box copy of Final Fantasy One. Oh nice. And a complete in box copy of Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Okay. Understandable. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and a know. complete in box copy of Jeopardy on the NES. Hey, there you go. <laughs> now, that one was from Pink Gorilla. Shout out. Uh let's see, what else was on the floor was cool. Uh from there you go into the sky bridge nothing cool is on the sky bridge we were on the sky bridge right by like some board game company and there was just this big poster for some they're putting out some new dune game called dune imperium and it was just this stylized weird drawing of timothy chalamet and zendaya that looked like shit and we were just making fun of it the whole time <laughs> uh then like when doing the other hall was there anything cool there was oh i i got to see lies of p the pinocchio oh, Dark yeah. souls game was it's that? straight it is straight up i didn't get to play it but i watched it mm-hmm. it is straight up bloodborne but 
like they just put this Pinocchio ass looking dude as the player character. It's like the same kind of gothic layout. It's the same exact kind of gameplay. Like you kill guys and use the same little souls drop. You'll find like, you know, uh, little uh, points of light on the ground to, to pick something up like in all those games. So mm-hmm. they just made one of those. That was funny. It's getting a there lot of this... hype. So we'll yeah, see. I'm, I'm going to play it. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of good things before I think of bad things. Oh, there was a really cool game back in the indie area that Skybound is producing, but no plans yet if it's going to be coming to PlayStation. They want to, but I'd play it. There's this game called The Big Con, and it's it's a 90s adventure game where you're playing a girl trying to basically grift her way across America. Hmm. Like the level I played was she went to a mall and you had to like pickpocket people and then use that. It's like, I need $87 to get a bus ticket. So I went around and I was like pickpocketing people and the pickpocketing mini game is just like, you know, get the arrow in the bar, nothing special, but it, you know, it was fun. And then I would use that and I'd go into shops and I'd be like, Hey, can you uh, make change for a 20? And as they're counting out dollar bills, I had to distract them. So they fucked up and gave me too much money. <laughs> Uh, the humor was really cool. The art was amazing. There was a skateboarding mini game. And the thing that I liked the most is to sell like the 90s thing. They were selling game codes for the game. But what it was is you buy a wrapped in brown, like a brown paper bag VHS tape that had the, like a code for the game inside of it. And they're like, yeah, we just got a bunch of fucking VHS tapes from a thrift store. Like they were like, one of these games in here or one of these tapes is definitely Spice World. There's a <laughs> Shrek in here that's like the grand prize. So I thought that was pretty funny. That's cute. I like that. Uh, let's see. Other cool things. Oh, uh, z- do you know Ziggurat? You've heard of the uh, the game company Ziggurat? They've uh, some yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. They've got a game coming out soon called Slave Zero. Mm-hmm. Looks like a fucking like overly bloody uh, slash them up on the Dreamcast. But it's, uh, you know, nowadays, like all of the artwork is like hand drawn. It looked very cool. Huh. Sounds neat. Uh, the Mortuary Assistant it was there, which is a game that's taken off. It's become kind of meme popular over the last few weeks on Steam. That's going to be coming hopefully to PlayStation soon. That's where it's like Mortuary. It's like uh, you're doing um, autopsies, but also there's a ghost kind of get you. Hmm. I don't okay. know about that. One thing I saw that fucking annoyed me to no end is, do you know Tiny Build? Yes, uh, they do like uh, Hello Neighbor and all that shit, all that fucking bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, there was a game a couple of years ago I, I played. It was a little indie game called uh, Roombo, like if Roomba but a Rambo, where you're playing a little Roomba that people are breaking into your owner's house, so you have to kill them and clean up all the blood before your owners get home. Mm. It was a fun little platinum. Uh, they had that game, and they renamed it. Apparently, they bought the rights to it. And they're just going to rename it Justice Sucks and put it out again. It's like, it's the same fucking game. Well, like, this game sucks. Or this naming scheme sucks. It, it should really, just... I, I, something weird about that is like, this is, is an established weird. game that's been out. I bought it. And now it, they're like, no, that game doesn't ex- exist anymore. Now it's yeah. called Justice Sucks. It feel, it's like uh, Stolen Valor is what it is. Yeah, but we're okay. But <laughs> you can't say that because we're pro Stolen Valor in 2022. Then maybe we should be pro this game. No, I don't. Because they be they basically game. took that game and said, "Oh yeah, we made that." It, but it was called yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Other than that, like I didn't really see anything else I gave a shit about. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. Uh, uh, you said uh, Sega Brian was- told me Brian told me he played River City Girls two and that it was dope. 
So I can say I want to play. Brian thought it was dope. I want to play. Girls Zero's trophy list came out and it's pretty easy. We should play that. Okay, I'm down. Other than I, that, I, I can't really think of anything games. at PAX that was like cool. No, you said you ever played a uh, a DJ set that was pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. What were we gonna say? Uh, you said Sega was there with Sonic Frontiers uh, no. showcased at all. All they had was Company of Heroes three and something called Endless Dungeon. Yeah, that's. Like I said, they didn't bring anything good. Nobody brought anything good, and it was just an excuse to have a spot next year. That's so, like... Uh, I, I think I messaged you about this, like, a few weeks ago, but that game is going to be so dog shit. I don't know if you've seen anything about it, but it's, like, uh, they're legitimately just taking levels from old games and hitting copy and paste into the new ones. Like, there are side-by-side videos showing whatever new stage, and it's just the same exact layout as like a previous one and it's not even just one level there's like four or five different videos with different stages and i'm just hearing that they're not at pax and they usually put out demos for their their games before they come out you know at least sonic uh this one's not getting one i think this game might suck And I think they like might every know Sonic it. Game, every, hey, I'm going to let you in on a secret. Every Sonic game that wasn't on the Genesis sucks. I hard disagree with that. but Maybe so. I know you like Sonic CD, but I would count the Sega CD is still on the Genesis. Everything past the Genesis sucks. Mania is amazing. Never played it. That's just the Genesis game, so that's probably fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd, I'd go out as far as saying that the adventure games are good. Past that, I think there are some... I don't know. I think Sonic, they meet the definition of good. I no. don't think anything's great. Uh, but Bad like game. Unleashed, it's fine. It's good. Um, Colors is good. Oh. Passable. Generations saw, is passable. Yeah, I don't give a shit about Sonic anymore. I'm moving on. Uh, the okay. people who made uh, uh, Yacht Club, the people who made like uh, uh, Shovel Knight were there. and They had Mina the Hollower. Mm-hmm. That game they're making that's like a 8-bit uh, handheld Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game's play that. gonna rule. That game's gonna rule. Have you, did you get to play it, or it was just I did not get it. to play it. I, I, uh, I didn't really have time to put like the lines. There was nothing else to do, so lines were pretty long, and I was wasn't willing to stand in like a two hour line. Mm-hmm. So I think the longest I waited to play a game was like t- ten minutes. Ah, out of the few games yeah. I played, but like I watched it for a bit. It looks dope. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. I I hope it comes out soon. Uh, I know that Hollow. Uh, I think it's Knight still in forever, development. So. Yeah, and Hollow Knight took several years for it. To come Ho- out. That's a different company. Or what am I thinking? Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah Shovel good. Knight. Uh, yeah, that game took forever to come out. So I'm, yeah. uh, I expect to see it in like 2025, and I'll love it then. <laughs> hopefully sooner than that. Yeah, hopefully. I, um, that's the thing is, uh, like you know, you being at PAX and uh, all of our friends have been like, oh, let's all go to PAX uh, when the next one happens, and I'm just sitting over here like. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like, I want to go to a convention that's fun, you know. And every time I just like hear about a PAX oh, and the PAX that I went I to, I think it's like, you would have fun. fun at PAX because you would go and play in the tabletops. You would go sure. and play card games. You would do the the classic console free play. But I'm there hanging out with my friends who are working, so I'm mostly hanging out at the booth, right? Or I'm walking around and it's because they've got appointments. And then it's like, what do we do? Like the most fun I had at PAX, to honestly, was like going to din taifung with everybody 
getting Seattle dogs mm-hmm. after the panel last night, the last, the last day was just me, Johnny and Kevin. So after we packed up the booth, we went to fucking cheesecake factory and then went back to our hotel and, and went to the swimming pool and it closed at 11 and we didn't get out till like, we stayed there till midnight. Like, you know, it's it shit like that. Breaking the rules. I had fun being at PAX. Right. PAX itself, whatever. That's Maybe it'll be better next year. It's, I, well, I, I, in 2019 and 2018, I remember there being fun things at PAX. I think mm. it's just PAX hasn't recovered from COVID yet. Yeah. And I, I think that about really any convention, probably. It's just, uh, yeah, I have a hard time wanting to be on a show floor. Uh, when you can't really do anything, it's it's all yeah. just like window shopping. It's I want to I want to shop or I want to play something. I don't want to stand in line for three hours to get a chance to play something. You know, it'll be better next year. And also, we'll we will be there as uh, panelists because we're definitely going to get a panel, yeah. which would be fun. Like yeah. that that's a purpose though. Like then I have something to look forward to. You know, I uh, granted I think I could have fun at any convention as long as I'm hanging out with friends, but it's like yeah, I don't know. Uh Pax just kind of seems uh like a very expensive convention to go to when they're really not offering um much. Much. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cuz that's um, the thing is it like Gen Con costs Probably just, I think, how much was a ticket? Like 125 probably? I think a four-day badge at PAX was 220 Shit, fuck that. Gen Con's 125 It's a four-day event. And yeah, I might be so wrong. I didn't much pay for a badge. Do. Hey, <laughs> I didn't pay for a badge. Yeah. So, But still, that's so much. I got to look that up because that's insane. Like, you really, you really think that it's... I'd almost say, hey, friends, let's not Sounds spend $200 right. and go to PAX. Let's like oh yeah the whole weekend i was thought, like we were talking because they were all there for Airbnb. work i was the only one who wasn't and i was just like i could have taken this money that i took to get here in the hotel and i could have just flown down yeah. and spent a week in san diego and we could have fun and everyone's like yeah we could have done that so like i'll go next year if we get a panel but like if not i think i'll just go next year for like a day right yeah it's 250 dollars for a four-day badge fuck that that's twice as much as gen con and i promise you there's so much more to do at gen con but that's the thing no. it's like i would rather yeah well, how many video games are at gen con plenty there's a big no. ass arcade there's full what? game setups to play like who wants to go to fucking indiana Ugh. yeah i mean uh, you, is there a dintai fung like a block away from the convention center at gen con there's some really good asian food it's not a, but there's yeah. not dintai fung probably not i don't know i've never searched it when out you move, there, when, but... when you move the f- there's a dintai fung there we're gonna go there <laughs> to transition this out of pax and into something else you know what i saw a lot of though at pax was cosplayers of cult of the lamb Guess what? They fixed Cult of the Lamb. It's time to go into the Platinum Report. Chris. Mm-hmm. Platinum Reports for the last couple of months have been 50 games. Good. 60 games. Or no, that's 70 not good. games. That's too much. Um, uh, welcome to the Platinum Report. Uh, I have two new Platinums. I uh, like this Platinum Report. <laughs> I don't. I spent a lot of time since last episode playing a game but not getting the bottom of it that we're going to do later so I'm not going to talk about it and uh, I also played some more of The Walking Dead Season 2 on my Vita but the two games that I platinum since last time are The Cult of the Lamb which now I want to talk about Uh, but then really quick the game and it was it was a uh, it was a milestone it was my 1550th platinum I got over it and then I did platinum a game that I want to talk about really quick before I go into in depth in Cult of the Lamb Okay. Now this is what you would definitely call an easy game. 
it's a, it's a you know one of those but the reason i played it is that it was a fmv visual novel made by some guy in quebec that doesn't speak english well called i'm in love with your dead grandmother <laughs> and it is by far 100 percent the worst fucking acting i've ever seen in my entire life sounds amazing i love it's it's i don't it's there's some guy it there's only two people on it some guy and some lady and they can't really speak well english they have very thick french accents um it's not funny it's badly acted at one point he like tries to naruto run it's the it was on sale for four dollars it's the worst thing i've ever played bar none uh there like there are terrible games that don't work that I would rather sit through because you can't skip cutscenes, And so you have to watch this movie. I'm going to stream it on Monday, <laughs> even though I have all the trophies. I'm going to. So if you're listening to this and it's Friday, the when is this coming out? Friday Today, the 9th. Today's Friday the 9th. Okay. Today's Friday the 9th. Monday the 12th. I'm going to stri- do a office hours. With Dr. Ryan. This game's like 25 minutes long. It's the worst fucking thing of all time, and I'm going to sit down and make everybody watch it. <laughs> it's exciting. Terrible. I, I 100% don't ever suggest anyone plays it unless you, want, unless you like bad shit, and then it's just like $4 to understand the worst thing ever. The trophies are easy because all the trophies are choice-based, and they, they're not even hard. They're just like, pick this one. Pick this. You just read the trophy list, and you know what to pick. Mm-hmm. Um, dog shit game. I want to talk about Cult of the Lamb now that it's broken. I want to go in, in depth in Cult of the Lamb. Your your wife yeah. has been playing Cult of the Lamb. Have you played any Cult of the Lamb? No, I've been too busy with other things to play Cult that's of the fair. Lamb. Because that, okay. that's definitely a game I want to like give its time to and stuff. So I It's think... not very long. It's like a 15 to 20 hour game max. That's what it seems the like. The only reason it took so long for me is because it was fucking broken. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Cult, did how much did we talk about Cult of the Lamb last time? I think we've like briefly touched on it, but okay. Cult of the Lamb is a half roguelike, half roguelike, half like town builder game, like management sim game. The idea is you are the lamb, the last of their kind. I think it's a, I think uh, I know I don't know if they talk about it at all. Whatever you're this little lamb, and you get murdered and sacrificed. And you wake up in hell and there's this God called the one who waits. So the one who waits gives you the black crown, this little crown puts it on here and says, all right, go back, start a cult, use that power to kill the four bishops of the old, you know, gods that killed you. And uh, that's the game. And so it's the half of the game that is a city builder is you have this like patch of land where you build a church and you build a farm and like you bring in cult members that you recruit and you get them to like, you know, chop wood and get stones so you can build more things and pray to big giant statue of you. So you can use their devotion to open up new paths to building new items. Uh, and that part's really fun. Cause it is just like a little slice of what, it, what like a star do or a, or a Harvest Moon, or kind of like an... Everyone says Animal Crossing, but not really. It's more like a Harvest Moon or a Stardew. Um, and there's all these great upgrade paths, because like your devotion lets you get more things that you can build in the town, but then you go to church, and when you take a sermon, there's a different type of devotion that'll give you upgrade paths on 
items and weapons for when you're on the crusades which is the roguelike part that i haven't got to but then also you can uh unlock new rituals to like bring people back from the dead or give everybody a day off so they like you more or tithe to bring money in uh so and you then you can also like do doctrine so it's like you can uh basically make commandments for your for your church of like this is how we're going to deal when it comes to like eating you know i was like oh do i want to pick that my people uh don't suffer any penalties and are better when they are cannibals and eat the remains of dead uh flock members who die because i can cut them up into food or do i want to make them vegetarians and i can make them eat grass and so by eating grass that usually it would give you like a reduction in faith because they're like oh it's fucking grass and it's like no 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 we're all vegetarians now eat the grass and everyone loves it so you get to build your own little cult which is pretty dope you then take those upgrades to like the weapons and everything that you're getting and you do the other half of the game where you go on crusades which are basically four roguelike dungeons for each of the four bishops that you have to kill. And each one is a path like fork where you start. And it's like a normal roguelike. You go through the, the, the rooms and you kill and you got to get to the end. And it's like, all right, it's, it's all these branching paths that always mean the end where the boss is, but it's like, do you want to go here and do you want to do another roguelike level so you can gain resources? Cause every time you kill somebody, you can take their bones to do rituals with, or you can chop trees and get wood and stone or do you want to go over here because you know that there's a guy that's definitely tied to a, a tree being sacrificed and you can save him and bring him back to your uh, cult as a, as a cult member. So there's all these long-term things that you can do inside the crusades to help back at the fucking cult. And you know, there's things you can do in the cult to help there. It's super fun. Having not played it, my biggest complaint is that it's, it looks bigger than it is. Yeah. That's... What I mean by that is when you start the the fucking upgrade path looks amag- you know amazingly big and there's all these different things and you get that and once you get into it and you get it halfway through the game kind of runs itself. That makes sense. Usually with uh that that's kind of the problem I run into some roguelites uh where oh, wait, lo- roguelite. Rogue- you were, no no, you're right with roguelite. I like T E. It is yeah. light. Light is where there's uh, constant. Oh, you're upgrades. right. You're, you're right. Yes. You're right. Um, because eventually it just becomes what don't you have and what you just need in that moment, and it doesn't really like the illusion of choices. Definitely there, but it's not really a choice. It's just well, I have to get this next. I have to get this next, and then you just kind of chip away at that. Once you have everything, then the game is just kind of done, uh, and that's kind of what I got watching over my wife. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Hang on. There go, there, my there wife. Became, there you uh, go. There became a point of the game where it's like there are more upgrades, but it's just like yeah, you can have a better outhouse that's got you know more storage of poop because you know right. you don't want people pooping on your lawn. It's like yeah, that's cool, but it doesn't really like it, there's no big difference. And it's like once I got to a point where it's like well, I've I've got enough farmland to sustain my people to make food. I've got enough uh thing to make me money so that i have money because i need money when i go on my runs to buy things it's like everything's sustaining and there are upgrades that'll make things better but it's just like i already have like 500 wood i don't need to keep building you know wood places and i have i have like 25 people in my cult but i don't need half of them but i don't want to get rid of them mm-hmm. that seemed just kind of uh the the whole what what am i trying to say that kind of just seemed like the whole premise to me whenever i was watching my wife play because it was just 
she was so over it quick. I, I came out one day and was just like, oh, are you not playing Cult of the Lamb anymore? And she was just like, no, I beat it. And it was like, I checked time on my Steam and it was like 12, maybe 15 hours. And I was like, wow, yeah, it, that's, it, it, that's it? Like, there is there anything really kind of that would drive DLC you to... There's coming. Con- I mean, that's cool. Uh, that's great. Because then, I, uh, that's what I was going to ask. Is there anything making you want to play the game past uh, that point? Um, I mean, for trophies, yeah. Yeah. There are things that you do have to go out of your way to do a little bit. And I'll go over the trophies in a second, but it's just like for someone just playing the game, yeah, 15 hours sounds about right. I will say, I think I commend it where it's like it could have made itself go longer and drag mm-hmm. on, and it doesn't. It gets in, it gets out, and it's over. That's kind of nice sometimes, I guess. Do you think the the, the proof of concept uh, to make this a more grander or bigger game in the future uh, granted, it doesn't have to be Cult of the Lamb. I'm just saying, like, uh, the systems it employs and the town building aspect. Do you think that we will see something like that on a bigger scale in the future? Do you think that would work as something? That uh, someone could rip it off and make it bigger, but I think that when you. So I relate it to like Stardew, right? With Stardew mm-hmm. Valley, they will hard on making the perfect town and and also the you know the part about like meeting all the villagers and all that so it's like you can go long and hard on that and there are different choices and different ways to have your 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 uh your farm and everything when here it's like really i like i have the game on ps4 and ps5 because you bought it and came together and i did one of the versions i could go and platinum it again and i can make different choices but at the end of the day i think everything will end up the same because you were right there is an illusion of choice but really that's not that much of a difference Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day what you need is really simple you need a bunch of places for your traveler or for your uh followers to live you need a bunch of farm space to make them food to make themselves sustainable and then you just have to keep them happy so they keep giving you devotion so that you can upgrade and get your your sermon thing up so you can have better weapons and better curses for the uh roguelike because the game like you beat the game and it's like you can keep playing if you want and keep the town going it's like yeah there's no really reason the town runs on its own right uh so do i think that a bigger one could be made sure i don't think it needs to be made i think this is perfect and i think the dlc that's going to come out is probably going to be like here's a new dungeon and here's some new stuff you can build and it'll be like, oh, this will be a different, like, they'll probably put out a new weapon. So, like, when you go on the Crusades and the roguelikes, there's, like, five different weapons. There's a dagger, a sword, uh, a, like, a claw, an axe, and a hammer. And they all have different aspects, like, one's faster, one's heavier, but does more damage. You know, there's differences, but whatever. And so they'll probably add a new one of those. They'll add a different type of weapon, because there's, like, this is a poison weapon. This is a weapon that gets you health, you know, a vampiric weapon that gets you health back. This weapon, when you kill someone, they, they come back as a ghost and they, you know, fucking attack your nearest enemy. So they'll probably add one of those. They'll probably add some new curses, which are like your ranged attacks. And there'll be like a couple new building types and there'll be some quests. To, you know, there'll be maybe a new ritual or two and it'll be like, this is cool. And it'll probably gauge my interest for about five hours because I bet you that's how long the DLC mm-hmm. is. And then I'll move on. Now I got a question. Uh, is there an endless oh my gosh i cannot speak i'm sorry is there an endless aspect to this game or is it do you feel like you're kind of complete with it because that's i think one key thing about rogue ish games is that uh having that loop of being able to just go back in and feel satisfied with a run and just the run itself do you think that this game has that or is it lacking that 
so now I'm like before I compared that the the first part of the game to Stardew. I'm going to p- compare the second half of the game to Hades. Okay. In Hades, you have the three levels of hell, and then you have Hades himself, right? Mm-hmm. And even after you beat the game, you can keep going in, and you can have those limiters that make things harder, and you can push yourself for fun, and you can just have you know you can do it. And because it's one big world that starts and begins and ends the same way, that works. Like even after I have the platinum in Hades, is like maybe I want to run Hades again. I can do that here because it's four separate worlds. How it works is. Every time you go into a crusade, so let's say you go into the first level, the dark wood, you have to make it from the starting point through that little map that I was talking about to the end point. And the end point is always another uh, roguelike dungeon map. And at the end of it, there's a door with the final boss behind it. But the first time you get there, just it marks a pip off and it says you're done. And you have to beat the map four times before you can beat the final boss. Once you do it, uh, it opens back up and you can go back in to like get resources or whatever. And there's some trophy stuff I'll talk about in a second with that. But what it does is it lets you at any time go through and like, you can fight the mini bosses. They add harder mini bosses or at any time you can fight the final boss again, anytime you want at the beginning of one of the normal, like enemy maps. But it's not like, it's not like Hades where it's like, I gotta go through the first level, I fight the boss. I go through the second level, I fight the boss. Third boss, you know, and I fight Hades and it's over. Because of the fact that you can fight the end boss at any time you want. And if you don't, you just go through some mini bosses again and you get to the end. And they're like, all right, get out. It just feels like you're only there to gather resources or to chase down these very specific trophies. Okay. That's what I was wondering. So, like, I don't feel the same kind of like gratification of doing a run after I've already beat it that like I would in Hades. Mm-hmm. I feel like once you beat it and if you. So the reason you go back is really simple. So there's four trophies in the game for beating each of those four uh, bosses without ever taking a hit of damage. Like you have to get through it flawlessly. There's also on the over map when you're at your fucking cult, when you're at your town, there's these other places you can go to. And for each one of the four dungeons you unlock, you unlock a new place. You can go like you can go to this place that's on the coast and you can fish for food. And there's another one where you go to like uh, uh, this area where this mushroom guy can will sell you mushrooms that you can use to hypnotize followers. There's one that's just a little shack where you can go play a, a, a gambling game. And then there's one that's you can spend money to try and get more money later. Like you can invest money. And so there's one of the guys, I think it's the one that though, there's a smuggler's cove where the guy's like, I need the eyeballs of the harder mini bosses after you beat the guy. So when you beat the final boss, you go back in there, there'll be these random harder mini bosses called the witnesses. And so I'm going back there to get those eyes because I need for a guy to get an upgrade, to get a thing that's for a trophy. And that's the only reason I do it. I'm not just going back in there for fun. Okay. Because there's better ways to make resources. Now there are some resources you have to do that in. Like there are these uh, flowers that only grow in one of the areas. You can go back and try and get seeds because you want those flowers to build better health bays. Like if one of your flowers gets sick, you have to put them in these like little like health uh, huts. And the way that they get better is by feeding these flowers, but you can just grow those. There's also uh, two upgrade materials that are like crystals that you have to go into the third area and you just have to randomly find them and smash them in like the background. And then the fourth one is like spider web. So it's like, yeah, if I wanted to build super cool thing, I would have to go back. But also at that point, it's like, I just don't really give a shit. 
Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, that's that's the hardest part of uh of the I'm, I'm, is when you kind of hit that a little, wall and just say, yeah. "Oh, I don't." I'm want uh, to do this I'm anymore. sounding a little like harsh on this game. I do like this game. No, I'm just yeah. saying, I think it's like this. This to me feels like I saw a shitload of people cosplaying as the lamb at mm. at uh at PAX. PAX. It got very popular very fast. Yes. Because I think that what it is is a nicer, easier to get in version of Hades mixed with a weird fucked up Animal Crossing where you're like summoning <laughs> devils and fucking feeding shit. I fed way cooler, I put your wife in my cult. Your wife was my one wife. of my cult members. Her uh, you can name your cult members. I named one soup. And then uh my other cult member who I named after Jared said, let's play a, pr- a fun prank on soup. Why don't you feed her a bowl of poop? Because you can make different like foods, like you can feed them berries, grass, whatever. One is you can just feed them a bowl of shit. And so I fed your wife a bowl of shit. Damn. Then Jared said, let's do it again. I fed your wife a second bowl of shit. Then your wife set up and said, hey, you know what I like the taste of now? Shit. Oh, and no. so, you know, that kind of thing. Everyone's making the joke. You know the meme is ha ha. You can you know, feed people shit ha. So it's definitely got a little bit of internet joke ha ha that's sure. making it take off. But like, is this game meant for hardcore fucking you know rogue gamers? No. Is it fun and is it meant for everybody? Yeah. And so that's why I think it's taking off. But it's definitely like on a scale of one to five for difficulty, it's like a solid. If you're not trying for those trophies, it's like a solid two. Also, That's it's got, I'm... like, variable um, difficulty ratings. So it's like, mm-hmm. I played it on normal. You could de- there's, a, like, there's, like, a very easy you could put it on, I think. Oh, that's fair. See, that's, I think... I think we're going to start seeing this trend of rogue-esque games that are built more on the Hades principles and in uh, this game... Hades course, is still 100% the best roguelite I think I've ever played. I don't Connor, I don't think play it again. I don't think I could say that just because I think like Binding of Isaac is just not so not a, not a rogue light. Good. That's a rogue that's not oh, a rogue yeah, light. I guess that's true. It's a rogue light. While there is like uh, you can what so the difference there is that while you can upgrade things to get later mm-hmm. and get different characters, the game is always the same like you you don't get any power upgrades right. and it's all random anyway. So I I think that that more is a rogue light. Do you, do and you trust think, me, I fucking love Binding of Isaac. Do you think we start seeing that be the cross section, or like that's the the fork in the road now? Is that we are going to have rogue likes that those will be like the challenging, um, or I, maybe challenging isn't the most appropriate word, but you know, a more of a challenge game uh, versus the rogue light being the kind of more casual entry into uh, that. Kind of weird genre. Hades, Hades is a roguelite, and I definitely wouldn't call it casual. Yeah, I don't know. But also, Hades had that that God mode feature to like make it easier for people so you can play casual. Maybe I don't. You know what? I don't fucking know. It's it's weird. Um, I think we're in like a very interesting period with uh, rogue games because I feel they are, you know, they're cost effective games. They're usually, uh, I I don't think they're as like you know 
money dependent on making as like an Elden Ring or whatever AAA titles you see come out nowadays. Um, so it's easier for an indie developer to make, but then also when they come out, they're also like 20, 30 bucks maybe. So they're a little bit more how much Cult of the Lamb. I want to say Cult of the Lamb was 30? I think it was 30. I'd, I'd, I'd put money on yeah, it being sound, 30. That sounds right. But that's the thing is um, <laughs> I, I, I feel like we're seeing you know just the 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 new renaissance of of rogue games coming out and it's uh kind of interesting to see um them separating a little bit i guess or at least showing it more now than than they used to because i feel like uh oh it was 25 25 dollars uh so right even better but that's the thing is i feel like we're getting uh the more casual player over to the rogue now which is awesome because make more rogue games. I fucking love that genre so much. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I think I really want to see a new, uh, rogue like, <laughs> it's so hard to remember. Uh, why did, why do they have to both be rogue L words? You know, let's just call them. That's, that's the new, that's the new HBO show. The rogue L word. The rogue L. Um, so really quickly, the trophies and cult of the lamb. If you're looking to tro- platinum this, mm-hmm. uh, there was a problem like i said with one of the trophies for getting all of the you can get different types of followers you know different animals like you know there's a hedgehog i'm I'm, like i made you a blue hedgehog Mm -hmm. or like you know you can find like a wolf by doing this long chest quest line there was one to get a snail where you had to kill snails in the second dungeon they just randomly these little critter snails would pop up and you have to kill them and get their shells and then give them to these hidden uh shrines and all the different worlds but the problem was they just weren't dropping shells but now that that's fixed you can get them i'd say that this this is a pretty easy platinum now the hardest part of this platinum is definitely the beating the four do- uh, bosses without taking damage but there's a really easier way to do that too which is so you can get these different fleeces which is the little cape that the the uh the lamb wears that little red cape he's wearing mm-hmm. um there's one that's a, a golden fleece that basically what it does is every time you kill an enemy in the crusade you get a stacking damage multiplier but if you get hit it reverts to zero and while you're wearing you take double damage but the thing is if you can go get good enough in that game you can get through without getting hit so it's like you what you do is you go through a dungeon you get your multiplier up to like you know uh it's still on computer it says it like times on on uh like times 10 damage whatever on the console it says like plus three damage or whatever so i don't really know what the difference is but you just get that multiplier up to like a every every person you kill on console gives you 0.1 extra damage on a swing and so you know for every 10 enemies you get plus one damage uh a uh the axe or the hammer which i was using like the hammer there's a hammer that swings for like you know let's say 10 damage so 10 damage is a lot you think it's like oh 10 doesn't sound that much but i they never say numbers but it's like bosses have like maybe 100 or 200 health okay so 10 is not bad the thing is if you can up that and get higher damage output all you got to mm. do is hit it like two or three times hit like two or three times without getting hit once and on the couple of those bosses really simple the third boss is kind of hard because it like throws out these waves of fucking bullet hell while stuff but one of you have this you always have a weapon and a curse a curse is like your ranged option and it's got ammo but i got one like there's there's one that makes you invincible for a couple seconds there's one that puts an area around you that deflects all projectiles so it's like if you just find a good curse you're good also the you know how like when you're like in hades you get the boons 
yeah in cult of the lamb it's tarot cards and some of those tarot cards are fucking broken like i got one that made all of my curses do basically double damage on so that stacking damage buff also works on your curses so it's like i got you know plus 10 damage and then i did double damage and i went into this boss and just uh fucking shot him twice with uh the curse i had which was like a homing beacon that shot out five projectiles and each one did full damage like, the full damage Holy so shit. i just shot him twice and just watched him fucking melt in four seconds Jeez. so there's ways to break it right um other than that all the other trophies aren't that hard it's like there's these little quest there's like a quest to relight the lighthouse at the fish place there's one for catching all the fish finding all the tarot cards getting all the different types of followers getting all the different types of fleeces doing all the doctrines winning all the games of that every time that you go through an area for the first time you'll find a guy just talking like you- you'll go to this uh kind of middle part where a guy's just like, hey, I was lost out here, but you found me. I'm going to go hang out at this house and we can play Knuckle Bones if you want. Knuckle Bones is the the game, the mini game uh, they made up for betting. And it kind of works like, um, how do I explain it? It's a dice game. You've got three lanes of three dice. And how it works is when you roll a die, one through six, and you can put it in one of the lanes. If you put a number in a lane that the other person already has that number in, it deletes all of their number. If you put the same number in your line twice, it multiplies the number. So, like, if you had two twos, they'd be each worth four, so now you have eight points, but if I put a two in that same lane, it deletes your twos. And it's the the game ends when somebody fills up all nine of their spots, and whoever's got the higher stat wins. It sounds complicated, but once you play it, like, once, it's like, oh, I get it. Yeah, it sounds pretty simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you have to win against each component, uh, competitor once. It's super simple. Uh, it's mostly just, yeah, unlock everything, fully upgrade your cult, get all the weapons, get all the curses, have 666 gold coins, which is not that hard. One of the longer ones is sacrificing 10 followers. So you just have to, there's a, one of the rituals you can do is a sacrifice where you, you sacrifice them to the, the one who waits, goes down to the devil. You, and it's got a cool down. So you just, you got to do it 10 times. So it just takes some time. That's what you do with old people. So this game, how it works is that your followers all have an age. And every day they get a little bit older. And eventually once they hit like, I think 50, uh, which isn't 50 days. It's like they somehow they're just 50 for some reason. But once I think they gain like two or three years of life every day. Anyway, once they're old, all they do is take up resources because they don't do any work. You can't get anything from them. (laughs) So they're just there. And then they one they'll just die. And if they die, everyone just starts throwing up and vomiting all around them. What the fuck? So you have to clean that up and get rid of it. Uh, but what you can do with old people before they die is sacrifice them to the devil, and then that gets your all your followers like you more, and it gets you more devotion. Or I had another ritual where I could ascend them to the heavens, which was also just like letting a demon eat them or something, and it just made everybody like me more. But then you can uh, raise them from the dead because there's you can there if you want you can take a resurrection ritual. And if you do that, they come back at the original age that they entered your cult. Like with you, I resurrected you like six times. Hell yeah. Fucking. I just wouldn't let you die. Uh, our good friend Brad <laughs> Shango, I gave, I got him and I gave him this necklace so he never had to sleep. And then he died and I took the necklace away. 
and then I, I gave the necklace to someone else, and then I brought him back to life, and he didn't have his necklace anymore, and then I told actual Brad that, and he got really pissed and asked where his necklace was, and I never gave it back to him. That made me that happy. to me, because I've never fucking sleep. I gave you a necklace that uh, extended your life by double. That's pretty good. And then I married you, and then uh, I made you smooch me. Oh, no. It gave me extra devotion. Do not make art of this. No, don't do that. Uh, and then uh, I sacrificed you to the devil and then brought you back. And then I used the summoning circle to turn you into a demon so that you would help me on my crusades. And you turned into a big giant bomb that would just explode on people. Sounds awesome. I want to be a fucking demon in real life. Okay, so the demon sacrifice. summoning circle. Hey, hey, hey. Pro tip out there if you're playing this game. Build the demon summoning circle as fast as you can. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't kill your followers to turn them into demons. It's temporary. What it is is right before you go on a crusade, you can turn three at the top level of the demon summoning circle, you can turn three people into demons. There's six different type of demons that are randomly each person can randomly turn into one type of demon. There's only three good ones. And you can only bring one of each different type. So like there's a demon that turns into a big exploding bomb. There's one that turns into a melee weapon that'll randomly, you know, like well, not randomly, but like every three seconds we'll attack someone. There's one that'll turn into a ranged attack every like five seconds we'll attack someone. Then there's like one where you start with some extra soul hearts, which are like shield hearts, where if you get hit, they go away, but they don't, you can't refill them back up. You know, they're temporary hearts. Mm-hmm. There's one that like will grab extra ammo. It's called fervor. That's what you use for curses. And then there's another one that's so stupid I don't even remember it. And those ones suck. You just want to get a good uh, of the three attack ones. You want to get an exploder, a good melee, and a good range. And the higher the level, because uh, your people can level up. They have little bars, and as they become more devoted and you do quests and you give them food and you talk to them, they'll gain levels. Like, by the time the game was over, you were, like, at level 9 or, so- or 8 or something. Like, my highest level people were you, Jared, and uh, Brad. That's the way it should be. And then I think your wife. Your wife was right My behind wife. you. Um, and so, yeah, level them up and then just make them demons. And then when you get back from the crusade, win or lose, uh, all that happens is that they're really sleepy and they have to go to bed. Because hmm. they're all tired. <laughs> anyway, uh, for fun, I would give this game a gold. For trophies, I would also give, the, now that it's fixed, I would give this game a gold. I think it's a very fun game. You'll definitely hear me talk about it at the end of the year. Um, I think it's a little on the simplistic side, but for people who aren't hardcore roguelike gamers like us, yeah. uh, it's a really fun game. I like the art style. I like the humor. Um, I will. I'm, I'm not looking to immediately play it again and get that other platinum, but like a couple months from now, I can see like, oh, I want to do that again. And I bet now that I know how to do it and build the proper town, I could probably platinum that game in under 10 hours. Damn. But yeah, that's uh, that's Cold to the Lamb. Sick. What have you been playing? Yeah, that's and that's all I've. Uh, <laughs> that's all you've been. Playing. I bought two new games. I bought the last. As soon as I landed, I went and I picked up the Last of Us Part One and the TMNT Calabunga Collection. Oh, so expect no. me to well, talk about those okay. next time. TM- TMNT, awesome. Wait, is that a physical? Yeah. Fuck, I need to get that then because I I thought it was a digital only game. No, uh, no, it's physical. And you yeah. buy the PS4 when it comes with a free upgrade to PS5, so you can get you know get it twice. That's not bad. Platinum, the trophies for that one are really simple. It's literally just beat every game. Damn. And I want to play that. So, like, I saw that come out, and the fact that... Jared, Jared just told me it's got online co-op, too. So, oh, like, shit. You can play, like, Turtles in Time with people. Oh, that sounds so fun. 
I need it. It did not come with a cut. I didn't get any. I opened it up expecting there to be a little slip for a free pepperoni personal pan pizza for Pizza Hut, and I did not get one. <laughs> I thought that was only coming with the. Um, I thought it was coming with one. both. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was the new one. Shredder's Revenge. Yeah. Which I still haven't it sh- played. It, sh- it should have been in both. Really? What are you even playing? Yeah, I did. Dude, I've been playing fucking the most pro gamer fucking game ever. Uh, yeah. Minecraft. I don't know if you've heard of it. But it's pretty fucking good. I hate this conversation. <laughs> uh no, I've I've played that. I played a little bit of Rainbow Six Siege for the first time. Uh with our good friend James. And yeah. the game is cool. Uh I just feel like the biggest baby playing it though like i don't know what i'm doing i'm just walking around hoping not to fall down you know <laughs> and it's like it's a it's a really just intense game and i i think my biggest complaint with it is just the amount of time you spend not playing the game just to play the game is too much i i wish the like character picks were quicker or there was a more casual mode where you just picked one you know class that you were going to play and then you play three rounds with it and then that's that's that because most of the game is i think you have maybe five minutes to infiltrate you know whatever house or you know place that the terrorists are in get in there and get the bomb or get get the hostage and get out right and most of the time you're never going to do the objective you're just going to kill the opponents and then that's that but i don't know it's just that little bit of time and if you die you're if you get shot once you're probably dead so you're if you're really good you get to play the game and if you're new you don't get to play the game you just get to lay on the floor and watch people play the game while uh, then waiting to go back to the character select screen to select a character, and then then you got to go to the hey where are we going screen, and then once you go there, then you have to wait another like thirty seconds to for everyone to just deploy drones while the terrorists get set up. So it's a lot of just waiting, and then once you actually get to play, it's like well I hope I don't die in the first minute, you know. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I I do like it though. I think it is uh it is fun it's just I I don't know. It, the game's been out for like 7 years now and I feel like if if people had been or have been playing this for 7 years and dealing with that the whole time it's like oof you must really like the game because there's just so much waiting. Uh and if anyone knows listen to the show you know I hate fucking waiting in games. So uh, I don't know if I will play more of it. If friends say, hey, let's play it, I'm down to play it, but I don't ever see myself uh, playing by myself because it just seems very daunting. And maybe maybe I'm ready for like the next Rainbow Six, whenever that happens, whatever that is. Maybe I'll jump in on that one and ha- you know be there on the ground floor so at least I know how to play or whatever. Or ha- everyone has that like uh, early gaming like, oh, you know, we're still trying to figure it out, figure out the metagame and stuff. And then I can be there and figure it out with them. Cause, uh, I think that's where I am, you know, with multiverses is that I got in when the date, uh, you know, the game came out, it's still new. We're still figuring out the meta. We're still figuring out what works, what doesn't. Uh, and I like being at that point instead of being at the end of the game where everyone knows what they're doing. And then, uh, I, I just can't figure it out. So, uh, I've been playing a little bit of that. Uh, and of course, like yeah, I've I've been playing a game that I don't want to mention yet because we are 
probably going to do it for the show. Um, but it has been a fun chill time uh i've just been needing a lot of uh chill games in my life because life has been hectic this last month and it's just about to get even more hectic uh over the next 60 days so um yeah no. it's gonna be fine everything's <laughs> normal so. right uh, it's all gonna be good yeah uh but yeah so it's it's just that so i've I've kind of uh when i do have like downtime where i'm like oh i don't want to play this game which is you know the homework for the show or i don't want to play you know something competitive uh minecraft has kind of been the game that i've been going back to just because it's so it's just so easy to turn the brain off and just walk forward and build like a cool little sandcastle you know so uh yeah that's really I've been really wanting to play card games lately too, but no one. Hey, if you want to play no card game, games, Inscription so. just got put on PS4 and PS5. That's true. Uh, play Inscription. Maybe. Did that make it on our top ten? No, but that should. That, that I can. Better, a much better game than Nickelodeon All Stars. I'll Brawl. give you that one. So we'll bump Forza out. Nickelodeon is now the tenth best, and Inscription will. And then somewhere, and then we'll bump out in script, or we'll bump out Nickelodeon and put Chicory there, and then everything's <laughs> fine. And then we'll also get rid of Final Fantasy fourteen. No, you got to play that. Pax is over. Yeah, I could if I wanted to, <laughs> but you don't want to. I want to play The Last of Us Part One. Oh God. <laughs> hey that that uh that episode did very well so thank you everyone for listening uh to that episode that was very cool i'm expecting some emails um yeah we asked about tenet shit (laughs) i think uh i don't know what was the thing that i said do you understand the reference i don't and you were like i don't remember i don't know shit what was the whole thing that it was just like did you get the reference I made? Ha ha ha! I'm gonna you'll understand oh, it. Was it was because of bully, right? No, yeah, no, no. That was the one I said at the end, but I also said people email in if you got the reference. That you know, hopefully somebody emailed in and reminds me what the reference. I yeah, made exactly. Was. Hey, if you remember what the hey, reference is, let's fuck with. Yeah. Hey, hold on. We said we were gonna do this last time. Let's fuck with Omar and let's do the fucking. Uh, oh, let's do it. The emails right now. Yeah. Cut all that out. I'm cutting it out. Don't worry. I got this. But leaving this part where I say cut that out. This is a bad, bad podcast. <laughs> Why does anyone listen to this? I don't know. At least a couple people listen to it. I had a couple people come up to me at PAX and be like, hey, podcast. I was like, oh, they got that. Don't worry. So what are we doing? Where, what are we Tylon doing? Tylon email. Tylon? Is it Tylon talk? Tylon talk. Dick I saw Thailand at PAX. Did you? Did you say hi? Did Thailand say hi? Yeah, we hung out for a little bit. Oh, nice. Maybe Thailand got the reference, and then he'll be like, I got the reference. This was the reference, and then I'll remember the reference. This is going to bother me. Yo, we got Thailand talk, so let's see. Thailand, our good friend, is weekly uh, column in this this podcast. I like, I like calling it a column. That's funny. Uh, it's, a, it's a response to the great Naughty Dog debate. Hey, Doc, Doc and Chris. Uh, I really enjoyed the Naughty Dog episode of I Have More Trophies Than You, and I have a response to the Great Naughty Dog debate that may result in me getting blacklisted again. Oh, this, oh that'd be this, nice. This we might be the end. Fucking, yep, let's get fucking... <laughs> hey, do you know they're putting out uh, uh, a Cyberpunk DLC? 
Anyway, yeah, I just saw that. It's on PS5 no only. One. I'll play it. Who? Really? Really? Yeah, I, you know, I'll play that. I'll, I need to replay that game on PS5. Anyway, go ahead. What, what is he going to say? I, at some point, I'm going to hit the no button, and we're going to cut him off. So go ahead. <clears throat> Crash Bandicoot series is awesome. Sorry, All right, Doc. cut him off. We're done here. <laughs> Thank All you, right. Tyler. Uh, Tyler is banned until November. All right, go ahead. Uh, and you're wrong, and always will be wrong about that. Gold rating. Uh, I have no opinion about the Jack series because I never played them. I was more focused on Ratchet and Clank. I said this is over. Why are you still reading it? Oh, because got the, I can't wait for him to say, like, Last of Us sucks or something like that. Wouldn't that be great? Keep going. Keep going. Uh, and if you, hey, if you at home disagree, fucking write in. And if you agree with me, write in. If you agree with Chris, fuck off. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I may play. He says that he may play uh the Jack and Daxter series in the future. Uh, Uncharted is good cinematic experience, which is why I confused them. Uh, or why I was confused about them making a movie when you could just play the game and have a similar slash better experience. The movie's good. Tom Holland is fun, and they get in a fight in a Papa John's. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, but I agree with you, Tom, because again, uh, why make these cinematic movie games when you could just also make movies? Uh, you can do both. <laughs> Fuck off. Go ahead. What's next? I only played the second one uh, and enjoyed it a lot. Uh, though I feel no need to play the others because I feel like I won't get anything new that I already have from the second game. Sounds bad. That's fair. Play I the understand games. that. Go, no, I don't. Go. The games are good. Go ahead. I've played the first one, but I bet the other ones are good. I heard the second one was the best one, so maybe maybe yeah, that's the that one. Uh, Last of Us One is great. Yeah. Well, the Last of Us Two oh. story is underwhelming and falls apart at the very end. Stop. <laughs> uh, it's the dumbest thing I've ever. No, there's no laughs. That's incoherently wrong. The ending of that story is a masterpiece, and uh, is a, it shows how hatred erodes the human soul. What a great fucking game! I've Tylon seen- is banned for all of this. <laughs> Tylon can't write in until after halloween damn we're banning it he gets a three Halloween's episode suspension <laughs> oh fuck Tylon, I'm three so episodes sorry. seems a little harsh uh one episode suspension no Tylon talk next episode <laughs> you've been suspended you're on come, come back in october come back in october uh when you realize what good storytelling is Tylon, oh, you- fuck, oh that's the cool thing about pax i forgot to talk about because that it's in Seattle and you like relived no the game. Me and Frank and Jared and Brian went to a Last of oh, Us yeah. two whiskey tasting premiere. They made a they made a, a whiskey based on the Last of Us two called Moth and the Wolf. It was fine. It, it tasted good. It was whiskey, but there was it was like this is a nine year uh, single barrel aged blended Scotch whiskey, uh, and I was like, and we made it for the Last of Us two. It was like, no, you fucking didn't. That game came out two years ago. How'd you make a nine-year-old? You just bought a fucking vintage and put your fucking sticker on it. It was good. That's exactly. But the guy, the guy they flew out who was like the 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 dude who made it in Scotland was like, yes, the smooth undertones remind you of Jackson and the and the and the the safety of everything and the fire represents you know the 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 vicious hatred of the villages on fire at the end of the. I was like, you're just making shit up. I was to say, no, it doesn't. It makes me think what? of whiskey. <laughs> You think of whiskey, and they put a bunch of last of us shit on the bottle. Now, here's the cool part about that. So they, they, this guy talks and goes through a, a guided whiskey experience. Whatever, it tasted fun, and uh, 
Then fucking all of a sudden Neil Druckmann comes out and Frank loses his fucking mind. And he's like, hey, you know, I'm really happy that we did this, uh, you know, collaboration, blah, blah, blah. He's nice, but you can tell whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, and then also here's this. And then Troy Baker comes out and plays a 40 minute acoustic guitar set of songs he wrote as Joel. What the fuck? It was good, but it was weird. It was weird. Yeah, that. But like, he's a good musician. Okay, well, that's good. Like, I, I, I take it back. It wasn't all written like as Joel. It was like just a bunch of shit that he wrote that's mm-hmm. all acoustic guitar that, that is indicative of The Last of Us. But one that he wrote was literally like if Joel and Tommy went on a road trip and were at bars and sh- it was fucking weird. What the fuck? It was cool. I was wearing one of my bootleg shirts, the one that's like Yu-Gi-Oh! and the Rock. You know those, those shirts I have that are yeah, just fucking yeah. stupid? I was wondering, it says Yu-Gi-Oh! at the bottom, and it's got the, it's got the rock, and it's got Link from Ocarina of Time, it's got Britney Spears. <laughs> and at the end, I went up to Neil Druckmann, I was like, hey, I just want to let you know. Or I just, I didn't say it like that. I was like, hey, uh, Last of Us 2 is probably one of the best stories I've ever played. I think it's one of the best well-written things I've ever experienced. And he goes, thank you for saying that. It's usually I either hear that or I want to kill you. And I was like, oh, no, that's <laughs> the, the, the first one. And then uh, I was like, Troy Baker's like, yo, love your, love your work. And he's like, yo, what is this shirt? <laughs> So that was I got to meet Troy Baker and he's just like, what the fuck are you wearing? I was like, I don't know. It's fun. Troy Baker rules. Neil Truckman rules. All of the the, that weird Scottish whiskey guy seemed like he was a nice guy. Everyone was fun. We got cool etched uh, whiskey glasses with the Moth and the Wolf logo. It was a great time. What a! It's like it's a. That's the thing I love about PAX. The PAX Mm -hmm. show is whatever. All of my memories of PAX are weird things like that, like weird parties or after parties or meeting somebody and just, you know, whatever. So it's like, sure, not much happened with PAX, but I got to sit in a room and get free drinks while Troy Baker, you know, played all these (laughs) weird songs that he wrote and they were good. So that's cool. Like, I like that. That sounds fun. That sounds more fun than PAX. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that was good. Um, Before we suspend him, was there anything else from Tylon? Uh, Yeah. You want me well, to if it's anything about the, well, if it's anything about how The Last of Us 2 isn't good, you can skip that part. Uh, well. <laughs> yeah, skip all that and then get to the end. I don't know. I want to. I'm going to hear out what he says. I uh, don't. <laughs> then just uh, mute your veto. mic for a second. No, veto. I'm, I'm vetoing this. This is half my podcast right. and I don't want to. Uh, P.S. Wrestling question. Uh, okay, there we go. In your personal opinion, what makes a good wrestling storyline? Also, what kind of wrestler do you is, always like to see whenever you're watching uh, he, uh, shows? Is it just his opinion on why it's not good, or does he ask questions? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't read it. Just, I just. Fine, I'm it. gonna take my. I'm gonna. You just fucking read it really quick and just read it fast. And if it's a if it's Pick, bad, I'll be like, Sonny, you gotta shit or get off that pot someday. <laughs> Fuck you. This is my podcast to do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> all right so but it is also your podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> okay um uh, i i'm indecisive <laughs> all right tylon says i've heard the vengeance is bad in quotes moral too many times and this game did nothing different to make it feel unique i take it back uh if ellie's gonna have a bad ending no matter what why not finish it uh, sorry. Uh, why not finish what you've started as she already she learns and grows? She learns and grows. I do you see the growth though? Like at the end, uh, after like the big old fight in the water, 
because it kind of just yeah, seemed like yeah no because that's the thing is the okay spoilers for the last of us part two no Get one this, cares you don't want to hear this. i am being polite <laughs> she fucking hunts down abby they have the like no we're gonna fight and they fight and like ali has her fucking dead to rights and abby bites her two fingers off and she still had a killer and she realizes like this is i can't fucking do this anymore and lets her go and just like never fucking look for me again they part their ways and then she goes back to her homestead and ah oh, fuck i'm free i'm i'm uh spacing on her girlfriend's name ellie's girlfriend with the baby i don't remember her name she goes there she's fucking gone she packed up she's like i told you if you left i wouldn't be here when you got back and she can't and her guitar's there and she picks it up and she tries to play the song that uh joel wrote for her and because she's missing her two fingers she literally can never play the song that is the one thing that connects her back to joel her life is forever fucking marred by this and she realizes what she did to herself she realizes that how much she fucked up and just says i've got to put that all behind me and move on and learn from it and she gets her pack and just leaves this house in the middle of nowhere with all this stuff and just walks into the woods and we never know what happens to her. It's, it's such a poignant ending. Until Last of Us Part 3. Which will probably never happen. Neil Druckmann has pretty much said... I think Neil Druckmann has pretty much said he's done. Really? Like with yeah. just that franchise or... Because aren't no, they no, doing with like, like a... With, with Ellie. Oh, She's done okay. with... He's done. So it's like, yeah, they're going to do the multiplayer game, but it's not having anything to do with Ellie. It's just going right. to be people in the apocalypse. They'll probably do more Last of Us stuff in the future. It'll be like a thing where they do spinoffs and it won't be him. It'll be other people. And it'll just be like in the apocalypse. But like the story of Ellie and Joel is done. Okay. Do you, okay. You know what? I and have until Last of Us 6 when they do the new storyline. All of a sudden Ellie pops in and she's like, hey, what's up? Yeah. I was going to say, do you think this uh, world, the, the Last of yeah. Us, yeah. has the staying power uh to be able to branch into other stories like that i granted this is totally a question i no. should have probably asked in the last one because that's where i stand in uh the walking dead realm i i don't think that story works without rick uh rick has got to be your main character and once he is gone the story is over much like the comic well, spoilers see but i would disagree because i feel like they did a really good job with clementine in the walking dead video games uh, yeah you you are right there. but then again is it is it really i don't is it anything different you know is it the only, just thing, that, that, the only thing that bridges the walking dead the telltale video games and the walking dead the comics is that there's zombies and that yeah. if you die you become a zombie no matter what i think so it's like but i could see with the last of us all you have to do is just make another good pointed story about something and put it in a universe where there's weird mushroom clicker men and if you breathe in the weird fumes you'd be turned into a mushroom clicker man <laughs> that's i guess that's my only thing is like is this just going to become another sticker series where we just kind of slap that name onto things and kind of just do it it's weird it or might it might not because a on one hand naughty dog hasn't really been known to do that but b it makes a shit ton of money and sony loves money Mm-hmm. I, I'll wait and I'll reserve judgment on this question and I see what they do with the multiplayer game That's which fair. like I said I still am excited about because I like yeah. the idea of just like tooling around San Francisco and we'll see what that's all about because it won't have Ellie and it won't have Abby and it won't have Joel and it won't have any of these characters. Who knows? It might not even have Fireflies. It might not have the it won't have the Washington Liberation Front so there'll be no wolves. It won't have the fucking um, weird I forget the cult's name. The weird cult people. It'll just be all new shit. Yeah. We'll go from there. That might be cool. Uh, 
yeah, it's cool to have a game in Seattle because I live there. Uh, but the forgiveness is good. Vengeance is bad, 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 good, bad. Part feels lame. I, I, I feel like, unfortunately, and no offense to our friend Thailand, but I believe you're being a little too glib and just being too uh, overall with it when it's not just, oh, vengeance is bad. It's like, here is exactly fucking why. Mm-hmm. Here is a story of someone tainted and poisoned by hatred and vengeance and see where it gets them. Yeah. And sure, it's like, yeah, oh, vengeance is bad. It was like, no, this is this is not just oh it's bad it's here's fucking why it's bad and that's why it's so good right uh if they gave you the ch- option to choose mm-hmm. ellie and abby's uh actions at the end of the game and giving you multiple endings i wouldn't have been as harsh on it uh, but they disagree. didn't do that they must have been now, drunk. I, Man. I disagree th- about giving people the choice because guess what it's not fucking about you when you play this game. That's You're true. seeing Neil Druckmann's mm-hmm. story, and he's he's showing you what he wants to write and what he wanted to do, and he got the ending he wanted. Yeah. To give you the choice, 95% of those people would have fucking... Hey, listen, I love The Last of Us 2, and I get the story, but if you give me the chance at the end of, you know, do, I, do you spare her for the story, or do you fucking just stab Abby in the throat? I'm, I'm throat stabbing yeah like i get the whole story and i get like making abby seem human at the end and like she's not the monster that she was to joel but check out my homie joel she gotta die i wanted her dead dead to rights no matter what i learned because i'm not as good a person as ellie right (laughs) but uh but it's still a good story so i disagree with right giving a choice because because gamers will always choose wrong I think that hell the fucking people yelling about the game before it came out shows that fucking gamers are wrong. I'm going to agree with you here on this point because I do like having multiple choices and multiple endings and all that kind of stuff in games. But I, I think you are pretty correct in your, uh, you know, synopsis of it. It is a story about this one particular thing. Um, and the way that you have to convey that and get to that point is the way that the game was written and how the game was finished. Um, so I think that having choice in that kind of dilutes it a little bit. I don't think that it's, I don't think it's necessarily, you know, necessary for it to have a choice or not. Um, when you have like a direct vision, I'll give them credit on that. At least, you know, stick to your guns stick to the to the story that you want to tell um but yeah i i kind of i kind of understand uh wanting it but at the same time it's like for story purposes totally understand why they didn't do that um, right. uh he, he finishes out just saying that honestly naughty dog needs a new ip that's completely different from anything they've done because the last time naughty dog impressed me was the last of us or sorry the uh uncharted 2 um and i'm I kind of, I kind of, I don't know. I think that's just for me. Everyone, I think needs a new IP. I think we need to. That's not a problem with Naughty Dog. That's a problem with Sony. Once again, Sony loves money, right? And that's not even just a problem with Sony. That's a problem with literally every company right now. And the thing is, is it's hard to get new PIs or IPs. Yeah, but even that, it's like you have to look at the state we're in right now. You can't do a new IP in this. What's the last game that was a new IP? Uh, like, I mean, Cyberpunk really tried to be, but even that's built on on a, an old IP of the not new IP. Yeah, it's not, all. is it? Um, what was a new IP? Uh, really, I I couldn't tell you. Oh my gosh, this is like a this is a good this is a good question. 
Uh, let's see. The new last game that took the world by storm that was a new IP. Yeah. Uh, yeah, say Fortnite because this is a bunch of IPs in a the same shell. Yeah, that's that's more of like a collection of everything than uh, Horizon. Horizon's a new IP. But Horizon I mean, was a new IP. That was PS4, but that was 2017. Right. So still five years ago. Um, and as, as much as we love Horizon, it wasn't the biggest thing. Right. Uh, I'm trying to troll, but once again, that wasn't really a big. Like I'm, I'm talking like big. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's like, the these thing. These are all is, good games, but like nothing big has come out in a while that was a new IP. Really, the the biggest IP, the the, the one that I think splashed the most and has had Minecraft. staying power, it's Minecraft. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. It was that's, that was two thousand nine or two thousand ten or whatever. I think yeah, two thousand eleven. I think so. It's been out for ten plus years at this point. But yeah, uh, there there Tyler, really hasn't. Thailand's not, not actually. Uh, on the shelf that's i was just doing <laughs> as far as the wrestling question he asked i don't know i i want to see people beat each other up um i like wrestling when it's either a funny b compelling or c shocking mm-hmm. like i could never see that coming so uh, all this shit going on right now everyone's like it's a work it's got to be work i don't i just wanted to stop having to worry that everything in wrestling is is fucking breaking down around me yeah i I don't know enough to say. I like to watch faces, though. I think they're really fun. I like the hero, you know? Um, but when it comes to a storyline, I don't fucking know shit. <laughs> like, I think they're all pretty dumb and goofy. I kind of wish it were just more focused on the sport, I guess. The the acrobatics, you know? the What happens in the ring? I don't care what happens outside of the ring. Like, I just want to know what's going on inside the ring. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, I just want to see people kick each other. That's it. You know? If I want a storyline with this kind of style of, like, storytelling uh, where wrestling is, I'll just watch tokusatsu stuff. Like, Kamen Rider and Super Sentai. Because it's the same thing. With better storylines. All the all of the dirt sheets are saying they're going to have to fire CM Punk. Is, now, was that, like, a bit? A part of the show, like, or did he oh, actually assault okay. somebody? So here's what happened: they had a pay per view on Sunday. At the end of it, he won the title. Then afterwards, they do what's called a media scrum, where it's basically everyone who from the big matches goes and talks to the media and the press. And right. Tony Khan, who's the guy that owns AEW, is there sitting with him. And CM Punk comes up, and apropos of nothing, just starts talking shit on Cole Cabana. Cole Cabana is his former friend, who they used to be like inseparable best friends. He used to have a podcast called the art of wrestling after punk left WWE he came on and he did a podcast with Cole Cabana where he basically just talked shit on the WWE and all these things that it was pissing him off. And he talked about their doctor, Chris Amon, who basically misdiagnosed a staph infection and almost killed CM Punk through giving him what are, what are called Z packs. It's an anti, mm-hmm. um, I've uh, had a uh, before the fuck's the word I'm looking for. It's an anti, by uh, antibiotic, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Chris Amon was like, I can lose my fucking license for this. I'm going to sue you. And he sued them. Punk said, Don't worry, Cole Cabana. Use my lawyer. We'll pay for it. Everything will be fine. Halfway through the court case, CM Punk sends a letter to Cole Cabana saying, oh, I've already paid this much, so you have to pay me this much money because I don't want to pay for it anymore. And Colt's like, But you, but you said you were going to pay it. I don't understand. 
And then all of a sudden, Cole's like, well, you're just trying to scam money out of me. It's like, you came on my show and did this to me. You, sh- you should pay for lawyers. And then it became a whole thing of, like, Cole Cabana to sue him for whatever, and they're not friends anymore. Cut to Cole Cabana gets hired in, in, in AEW, and he's uh, very well liked by the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, who are executive vice presidents. He's also well liked by Hangman Adam Page, who is the guy that has the title when CM Punk gets there, and a lot of people. So all of a sudden, uh, CM Punk shows up, and mysteriously, Cole Cabana is not on television anymore. And and Hangman Adam Page comes out and cuts his promo on 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 uh, live TV, where he's like, "I got to save uh, AEW from you." He kind of went into business for himself as he went off script and basically cut a promo calling CM Punk, the bad guy and insinuating that he's, you know, changing things and being a diva and getting people fired. So then CM Punk wins the title from him and has a title. And a couple weeks after winning the title, he jumps off the stage into the crowd in like celebration and breaks his foot, uh, breaks his foot. Oof. So he has the title, not stripped from him, but he becomes, you know, they get do an interim champion. Basically he's on the, on the shelf with a hurt injury. He comes back uh, and uh, a little earlier when the people thought just out of the blue and he comes back on a, on a show where Hangman and Page is not there and comes out to the ring and says, you know what? I'm better now and I never gave Hangman a, uh, a rematch. Why don't you come out and get it right now? Well, Hangman's not there. CM Punk knows that. The crowd doesn't know that. <laughs> then he goes, that's what I thought. And basically says, you're, you're, you're a coward. You're scared of me. And I will not allow you to disrespect me anymore. And it's like, everyone backstage is like, that's really shitty to do because it's right. not in the script. You're calling him a coward and he's not even fucking there. So then he has a match with John Moxley, who's the interim champion. And John Moxley beats him in four minutes just by hitting me in the foot. And everyone's like, what the fuck was the point of this match? That was really stupid. Now he looks like a goon. And who are they going to have as the match all out? Then the next day or the next week on Dynamite, CM Punk's walking his dog and he's like, uh, I'm going to fight back and I'm going to do it because I'm, I'm, I'm Chicago and I do it for all the little people in Chicago. And his friend Ace Steel, who's the guy that trained him, works backstage at AEW. He's like, you got to do it, Punk. You got to do it for Chicago. So then fucking counting on you, Moxley, Moxley comes out and is like, CM Punk's a little bitch. I got an open contract. Who wants to fight me all out? And then Ace Steel comes out and grabs the contract. And goes backstage and gives it to Punk. And then Punk comes out. This is in Chicago. And is like, I'm going to do it for you. And he digs it and he signs in the crowd. And it's like, yay. And it's like, okay, whatever. This is weird. So then they have their match. And it's uh, it's an okay match. Uh, John Moxley is a great wrestler. CM Punk looks fucking gassed. Do you know what gassed means? Yeah, it's just like kind of burnt out. like kind of Blown up. Like, no, yeah. out of breath. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have the wind for it. He looks right. shit the whole match because he just can't do it. Um, and he wins. Because it's CM Punk in Chicago and Tony Khan is from Chicago. He went to school in Chicago and he's a giant fucking mark for CM Punk. And so uh, then they go back to the media scrum and he sits down and he's just like, yeah, I can't believe I got to sit here. And somebody asked him uh, a question and he's uh, not about Cole Cabana, about nothing. And all of a sudden CM Punk's just like calls him by his real name, Scott Colton, and just goes on a fucking tirade about like, I can't believe I got to talk about this guy. I hate, you know, he's a guy that will never be, he's never a good friend. He's a bad person, blah, blah. It's just pretty some heinous shit. Then for no reason just adds, yeah, when we subpoenaed him, we found out he shared a bank account with his mom. That's weird. It's like, what? 
are you trying to shame the guy? Like, who knows why he has a joint bank account with his mother? Maybe his mom's sick and he's taking care of her, you know, fucking finances. Maybe, yeah. you know, there's a lot of reasons. It's really fucking weird shit to do. Then he says, uh, like, he fuck, uh, he fucking says, like, and this place is being run with executive vice presidents who couldn't run a target. And he's like, he's shitting on the Young Bucks. He's shitting on Kenny Omega. He's talking shit on Hangman. And the whole time, like, fucking Tony Kong's sitting there looking like, oh, shit, I'm fucked. I don't know what to do. He keeps trying to end it and CM Punk, like, this is the guy that owns the company. CM Punk is just talking over him and interrupting him and just making him look like a little fool. Hmm. And that ends. So then the, everything now after this point is all reports. Nobody knows the exact story. There's a lot of reporters who have inside information, but nobody knows for sure. But the report is that he goes back to his dressing room. CM Punk goes back to his dressing room. Uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega bust in and we're like, what the fuck was that? What are you doing? CM Punk in retaliation just punches Matt Jackson, the executive vice president, technically a superior to him, just punches him in the face. <sighs> that leads to an altercation where they're like breaking him up. Ace Steel, that guy that works behind the stage, all of a sudden walks in, sees a three-on-one, said that I feared for my wife and... CM Punk's dog who in the room. So you know what he decides to do because he's afraid that his wife might get hurt. He throws a chair at a guy. <laughs> Nick Jackson throws a chair at him, hits him in the eye, grabs um, fucking Kenny Omega by the hair and bites him. And at this point, it gets oh, broken fuck. up. And now nobody knows what the shit is going on. Yeah, what is going on fucking at eight? Basically, nobody knows. Uh, everyone is reporting. You know, people are like, oh, it's a work. You know, do you know what that phrase means? Is it just like it's all scripted? It's all fucking. Oh, it's a work. Fiction. It's fake. There, we're yeah. being worked. It's this is all. This is all. It's all not set real. Up. Yeah. Yeah. People say that, and the other people are just like, it's not a fucking work. There's no way this is a work. You need to fire CM Punk. There are a couple of people backstage who are like, no, we're on Team CM Punk, and they're very minimal. And most people are backstage like, you gotta fire this asshole. Huh. CM Punk has a history of. You ever heard the phrase? If you meet an asshole in the morning. You met an asshole. If you meet assholes all day, maybe you're the asshole. Yeah, because well, there's I, another I, phrase. I feel that like my entire life. <laughs> there's another phrase that goes: If you meet an asshole in the morning, you met an asshole. If you meet assholes all day, maybe you're the asshole. If you meet assholes for 20 years, you're CM Punk. <laughs> CM Punk has a history of immediately an turning asshole. on anyone, immediately turning on anyone who even breathes wrong in his direction. So wrestling's like weird. I don't know. We'll see what happens Wednesday. MJF came back. He came out to sympathy of for the devil. He's got a whole faction behind him. That'll be cool. I don't know. Wrestling's weird. By the way, this is the bully episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of bullies. <laughs> I don't know, are we should we even like we're we're like coasting up to two hours right now we could just Fuck. fucking call it cult of the lamb and packs yeah fuck it well yeah. <laughs> i feel bad because we said we were going to talk about bully look that's fine well we can pocket it i mean we'll pocket bully for next here's yeah. when school starts next year we'll talk about bully yeah look there's so I much can, going can on be completely and, honest with you uh-huh I love this podcast and you can keep this all in. Yeah. I like sometimes it's like, yeah, the structured part is actually the part of this podcast. I least look forward to. Well, just talking about stuff with you is my favorite part. Absolutely. Look, Hey, I'm, we're, I'm going to peel the onion back a little bit and show you the inside, right? Sometimes you get everything you need before you even get to work. Right. And I feel like that's fine. Sometimes there's going to be that. Sometimes we're going to have so much going on. Like, again, you went to a massive convention this past week. We got to talk about that, right? Oh, what you called the cult of packs. Yeah. And then, like, 
Because uh, that works too, because CM Punk comes out to the cult of personality. <laughs> oh, called the cult of Paxonality. There we go. See, that's the name of the episode. This is the the inner workings of how we build an episode, everyone. Yeah. Uh, we just had too much to talk about this week. And you know what? Sometimes you got to you got to you got to bump one, you know? You get that 4-minute fight where you're just like, "Oh, well, I I guess CM Punk sat here and talked for 45 minutes and now we got to cut one of these fights down to I I do want to so, say for people know. in the in the in for people listening who like that part of the podcast, we have some games coming up that I'm very excited to talk about. We've yeah. got some structured stuff. Uh, uh, August, or I'm sorry, October, November, and December, we have pretty much all planned, and I'm excited yeah. for almost all of them. So, like, sorry if you were super excited to hear about Bully, but I've had more fun talking about PAX Cult of the Lamb and, and wrestling. Yeah, and honestly, like, right now, I'm just, I'm, we're so just, it, pretty much everything in my life right now is wake up, think about moving you know like get yeah. processed for moving get we are constantly just well what about this place this place because we've here's what sucks is our place that we're living right now requires us to say we're moving out a full 60 days before we move out Ooh, that's weird yeah it sucks too because everywhere now that we're contacting they're like oh that's weird why are you looking now if you're not moving to like you know the beginning of october because the the goal right now is to hit the road like the 7th of october and it's like well you know although part of me is like well i'm a pretty organized person like i want to figure out what i'm doing before i do it you know i'm not yeah i I can be impulsive but i'm not going to be impulsive about a massive life change (laughs) and everyone that we talk like like it's that it's it's that it's so impulsive there right now where it's well, no just, no the problem with is like it's so like they you know people want to move and live there that like when they get a place open they're like oh, oh yeah it's going five days yeah it is so the idea of struggle. like we'd like to move in when can you move in 60 days from now is like well i can feel this right, right now and that's the thing is we'll be like hey uh we can you facetime us a tour because we can't we we're not going to fly out for a tour of yeah. one apartment you know or one townhouse or a house or whatever yeah, yeah like yeah. they're like oh yeah when can we get you in we literally live all the way across the country <laughs> we can't <laughs> sorry this is not how it works yeah. oh well we'll get you in on tuesday how about that uh come in we'll see you then did you read the email did, did you <laughs> did understand you hear, what i just yeah, said yeah we can't do that like so it is just been nothing but that and then it, it's like of course we do have a, a schedule of games that we're trying to keep to and we're we're really set on these last you know six episodes of the year they're pretty good ones i, I want to give you that but yeah eventually you know hey if, if if we have a big event like pax happen you know sometimes an episode might get bumped don't worry bully is still gonna happen um eventually i feel like the next one is kind of another one where uh well i've i've been playing that fucking game so we're talking about this game but the the, but the october ones uh i've got i've got a little bit of work to do on on one of them but the other one is set the november games i'm waiting on one of them to come out uh, and then November games, I've got one to play and one to do, and I feel like everything's good. Yeah, we're we're honestly pretty set. Uh, I'm looking at everything right now again. Yeah, everything's like set, pretty much Wait, hold in stone. On. December is the only one that December is second. No, December we're waiting for one to come out. Yeah, December second we're waiting for something. So no, 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 no. December second we've got 
Oh yeah, we got that one down. Yeah, it's the last episode of the year is a special one. I'm just waiting for that. Right, number second. I'm going to start soon. I don't remember what the fuck we're playing in November. Um, just bleep this out when you say it to me right now. Uh, and oh, that's easy. I've already beaten both those games. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're pretty set. Um, you didn't hear any of that. Yeah. Right. They didn't hear fucking missed out. I didn't hear any of that everything legitimately just said yeah they didn't hear it okay we got yeah we can't spoil what's coming can't just show you what dessert's going to be and then expect you to have like we still we we dinner. reviewed an episode or we were we yeah, gave we a rating to a game we the cult of the lamb got a gold and a gold i feel like that's good yeah i'm pretty happy uh with that. this is normally when we would do emails but if you're if you skip ahead, omar and you're looking for the emails Missed guess what out. we fucked you there's somewhere in the episode gotcha. Ugh, my brain is just dead. Do you ever get that where you're just like, "What?" Yeah, I just it, got off a plane and got home, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it as is. As soon as we hang out, like I already ate some food, but I'm already hungry again. As soon as we hang out, I'm gonna eat some food. I'm gonna play Last of Us. <laughs> I'm gonna go to bed early and I'll wake up tomorrow and go, go just get right back to work. I feel you. Well, hey, did you enjoy this week's episode? Right in. You can. Hey, you can email us at I have oh, more trophies than you. Did someone email in and tell me what the thing that I was going to reveal this episode was that I forgot? Yeah, we're spaced. Like, I don't remember what I said I was going to talk about this episode. Should have written it down. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, What are we playing next time? Oh, yeah. So this is my I wanted to play Shin Chan, but the fucking trophy list is unsynced from the network and I can't earn trophies in it. So we're not doing Shin Chan anymore. No. Now, instead, we're going to kick back to our roots, go to the, the easier days of life where all you had to worry about was your farm and your cattle and whatever else is going on in the world and make personality changes and really figure out what the fuck is going on in this isekai game because we're going to play Doraemon Story of Seasons. Wait, it's an isekai? It's an isekai. What the fuck? Yeah. I thought so, it was just Harvest Moon with that Dorymon cat. Uh, yeah, but it's it's Isn't also that cat Isakai. like a prehistoric caveman. Also, I remember there was a, a robot. A, what? There were yeah. years ago. There was a, one of the Wrestle Kingdoms, New Japan Pro Wrestling, had a crossover with Dorymon where, uh, 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 fucking oh my gosh, I'm so I'm so dead. I can't remember his name. Who's Hiroshi Tanahashi came out dressed like a caveman with a caveman Dorimon. Hmm. That's cute. I mean, I thought, I thought he was a caveman man. Uh, no, I mean, so with Doraemon, if I remember correctly, they kind of Doraemon Doraemon Doraemon. No, Dora, Dora, the Explorer Mon, uh, my favorite <laughs> Digimon. Uh, he, it's all like world jumping and time space is constantly like tearing in on itself. It's a, a big, a weird, isn't he's a little weird cat. Yeah. He's a little cat robot, but he's a robot. Yeah. I didn't know he's a robot. Yeah. He's a robot. Anyway, they made a, they made an animal. They made a fucking harvest moon where you're the cat. Yeah. And I can't, well, no, you're Nobi. Who's Nobi? Nobi Nobi boy from Nobi Nobi boy. Well, his name is Nobi Nobi. Is he stretch and then you get, get him to the moon? <laughs> you, make, you make boy longer and put inside girl? Yeah. No, unfortunately right, not. Right, Yo, can we well, just do... Do you think we could do a two-hour episode on Nobi Nobi Boy? Just Nobi no. Nobi Nothing else. We no. only talk about Nobi Nobi Boy. No. It's not... It, it's, there's no substance there. 
I don't know. It could be fun. <laughs> we, we'll you tell know, you what, we should you're do... gonna play. You're gonna play Dorymon. <laughs> I'm gonna try to play it while I play The Last of Us and other things. It's a short and... game. It's sweet. It's hey. fun. Come back it's next easy. episode where one of two things is going to happen. Either we're both going to talk about Dorymon or Chris is going to talk about Dorymon and then I'm going to go, you can't believe how good The Last of Us is on the PS5. <laughs> In which I will just be like, yeah, it's the same game. You've played it no! two other times on two other no, systems. I get to play the, I never got to play the DLC left behind. I'm going to finally get to play that. I'm excited. Well, that I'm excited for you. You'll get to experience right. at least something new, but... I hope Until you have then. fun playing your remake of a remaster of a game that came out 10 years ago. Yeah, and I hope you have fun playing your uh, licensed cash grab of a video game that's come out 20 oh, times before so on 20 other different systems. It's so good. It's so cute. Yo, the art style, in that, I can't get I, on we'll it. We'll talk about it next time. Next week. Uh, Until then, we won't talk about it here because this is uh, the end of the episode. I need a. I need an organic way to end this episode. And I can't um, talk about wrestling because we already did. Yeah, that's true. Well, what should I get? Oh, right, here we go. Here's the. When here's are you gonna the, start reading One Piece? You got the fucking Shonen Jump. Yo, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yo. He's the king of the pirates. No, that's not how it goes. After I read Hikaru no Go, I don't know what I'm gonna read next. One Piece. Probably the One Piece one is piece. real. Probably My Hero. Can we get much higher? No, fuck that shit. I like My Hero. My Hero sucks. What are some like I'll weird ones? On Maybe I'll read Yu-Gi-Oh because I like I like games, and that's why I like a car no go. Yu-Gi-Oh the manga is pretty all right. I read the 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 stuff before it became Dual Monsters when he's like sending demons to hell. Yeah, shit. the fucking like uh, season zero shit where it's uh just like weird shadow games where yeah. fucking Yu-Gi-Oh is like I've got a gun and there's six bullets in it and one of them is and it's yeah. like what hang on we're uh, this uh, you're hanging by a thread and this will fall and you'll fall into the shadow dimension and die forever yeah um there's some good rules. manga good. that I can read that aren't like that are on that app that aren't just straight up like one piece like the big one like what isn't there a cool baseball one uh oh god was like nine dragons festival or something like i don't that? know what's some good hey write in and tell me what manga i should read on the on the shonen jump app because for two dollars is there a way we can get sponsored by the shonen jump app i got sponsored by fortnite which was for, specifically the for the dragon ball event why can't i get sponsored well uh nine dragons parade that's what it is ball parade uh there's a boxing one that's pretty good yeah hajime no Ippo. Write in and tell me what I should read. And if you put in either, no one's allowed to say One Piece, Naruto, Dra- like those I don't want to hear about. Everyone knows about those ones. That's the I'm only gonna one Shaman. You I'm going to read Shaman King. Uh, I wouldn't do that. It's, Why not? It's not very good. I remember reading it when I was, when I had Shonen Jump. It, it's like very. Just give me some cute. good obscure ones that are on that app to read. Uh... Berserk on that app. No, I doubt that. They're totally not <laughs> showing jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I God, it's hard to recommend anything else because it's so good. I'm not reading one piece. Well, I'll read maybe I had I, I joked with because Johnny was got it. The reason he got it is because he wanted to reread one piece. It was like like chapter twenty seven. Right it's like it's hard to do this when I'm on chapter twenty seven and it's up to a thousand. But yeah. Like, yeah, if I read like yeah. one chapter a day, I can have it done in like three and a half years. <laughs> Not even that because it will go on more. Uh, I don't know. Read Dragon Ball. Read Dragon Ball Super. Super is good. 
Oh, super fun! It's like I know Dragon Ball. I don't need to fucking yeah, read yeah, Dragon yeah. Ball. No, I'll read super because uh, super the manga has uh, exceeded the the anime. Like it's there's a couple more arcs past it now. Well, I want to hear from it's the great, I want to hear from fun. the friends out there, and you yeah. tell me what I should read. What do you think is good? What do you think I'd like? Yeah, figure out uh, what figure that Ryan out and like. get back to me only when you can say that uh, you have read more anime than me, but you. Might have, but you know what you don't have? You read more anime. What? No, I wait, hold on. I butchered this. I don't know a way to end this. <laughs> it's anime, it's manga, it's not anime. And I couldn't think of a good way to say I have more trophies than you. Oh shit! Hey, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to send us questions, gaming memories, comments, or if you just want to know when the next episode is going to drop, then you can follow us on Twitter at More Trophies Pod. That's M O R E T R O P H I E S P O D. That's More Trophies Pod. Also, you can email us at I have more trophies than you at gmail.com. It's just the name of the show, all one word, at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow Ryan at Dr underscore ryan on twitter you can also keep up to date with his monday night twitch streams office hours at twitch.tv forward slash dr underscore ryan that's dr underscore r-y-a-n dr underscore ryan on both twitch and twitter and follow chris on twitter at burezu in japan now i I know i know what you're thinking don't worry i'm gonna spell it out for you right now that's b-u-r-e-z-u-i-n-j-a-p-a-n that's all one word burezu in japan on twitter and when they are streaming you can check them out at twitch.tv forward slash blaze tk that's b-l-a-z-e the letter t the letter k on twitch blaze tk thank you again so much everyone we'll see you in the next episode